Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of this show. I love doing it. I love the interactions we have through it. I love your emails. Keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. If you're new here, I've had an influx of people. Wouldn't you know, you have a special go out on Netflix and then you meet all these wonderful people who enjoy your humor and your perspective and they're coming on over and they're like, let's see what else this guy does. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. It's the J Train Podcast. On Mondays, we take emails and give advice. It can be anything, relationship, family, lifestyle, friendship. We're going to give you perspective. A comedian or a friend or whatever they are, uh, my guests and I are going to look at your email in an open empathetic way which is and we don't have to look you in the eye while talking about you which is really the most powerful thing we're not experts we're talking out of our assholes here we know nothing we know our own experiences and you're gonna hear people talk honestly because listen you go to your friends for this stuff you sit at the brunch table they lie to you (laughs) they don't tell you the truth i would lie to you if i had to look you in the eye i'd be softer I'd be like ah yeah no 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 not here we come right at you between the eyes so we want you to send your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Now, on Thursdays is a different show completely. It's called The Luxury Lounge. The Luxury Lounge is the place where any complaint gets heard. It doesn't matter how big or small or how frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard in The Luxury Lounge. If you want to be a part of The Luxury Lounge and you have a complaint, send it to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Just title it Luxury Lounge. That's all you got to do. Shelby is our... Is our is our producer to the stars, Shelby, the Jeff Bezos of podcasting producing. He is uh, an amazing uh, uh, person to work with here. And Shelby, he's, he's in the background. He's always hovering. He's reading your emails, okay? I don't read them. Shelby, up at night, late at night, candle in hand, little pom-pom on the sleeping hat. He's reading all your emails, and we want specificity. We love a specific email. We love an email that gets to the point, okay? We don't want your one-woman show, okay? We don't want your one-man tribute to this problem. Give us, eh, get us to the sauce, and maybe reread your email so it can it's readable on the air. Those are all helpful things for me, but all you know, this is all to say, welcome to the show, welcome to the J Train Podcast, welcome to the JCU, the J Train Cinematic Universe. Monday and Thursday, you're gonna get a podcast. It's gonna be waiting for you at midnight. So. That is what's going on here. Also, we have ads. We have sponsors. I, I'm not a sponsor pusher. I'm going to tell them. I'm going to tell you the ads in the way I would want to buy them and the way I would want to hear them. So all I ask is support the sponsor. You're supporting the show. If it, if it works for you, if it's something that can work in your life, like right now, I'll read my first ad. I mean, my first ad is for Base. It's a luggage company. If you're looking for new luggage, here's your free money. Okay? Very excited about today's episode. Oh, like, share, all that stuff. Review if you're new here. Give a review, um, and also I'm the the special. If you if you haven't watched the special, go watch it. Enjoy. It's been the Netflix top ten for a week now, which apparently I didn't know this is insanity. So thank you, thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's what this is all about. I want you to go watch it, enjoy it. And if you haven't watched it, go watch it. And if you've already watched it, share it. Make your Instagram story. That's the greatest compliment of all. All these people sharing it, I, I'll never forget that. I'll also never the, never forget the people who didn't share it. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget both parties. I got two lists, share, no share. 
No share, dead to me. Share, family. When you're here, you're family. As, my, as I've always said. Now, I am also on the road. On the road again. I'm back on the... Oh, I fucked that up. Shelby. You're right. Shelby just looked at me and gave me a head nod. No. It's horrible. On the road again. I'm telling funnies on the road again. I'm coming to your town. Come out with a friend now. I got a whole new hour from the special. It, it worked. It was okay. Better. If you're listening now, I'm going to be in Colchester, Connecticut. Uh, I'm doing a show at a winery. Yeah. From Netflix to the winery. East Providence, I'm going to be at the Comedy Connection. Atlanta, Huntington, Long Island, Seattle, Washington, Charlotte, North Carolina, Philly, D.C., Baltimore, Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Arizona, San Diego, Boston. Also, if this is airing, I've probably added a second show to Seattle, and we're adding Chicago and New York. Both are coming. New York City Town Hall, Chicago, the Vic Theater. Those shows are going to sell out. So jaredfree.com for tickies, jaredfree.com for tickies. Very excited about today's guest. New to the podcast. I don't think you've been on. You've been on. No, I've never been on. First timer. First to the, timer. First time in the JCU, the J Train Cine, Cinematic Universe. She has, a, she has a special. Again, we're here to sell our wares. We want you to go watch and enjoy. It's out there for you. It's going to be on 800 Pound Gorilla. It's called Prettiest Girl at the Special School. Tori Piskin, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's so good to see you. Yeah. You also have, everyone should go follow Tori. She's fantastic, hilarious. At Tori Piskin. You're a native New York Cityer. Yes. New York City girl. Jewish. Uh, okay, this is what Jewish women do. <laughs> Immediately. Jewish. Jewish. It's a credit. It's a credit. You do a podcast with your mom. Yes. Is she and you've moved to LA since, I moved to LA. since I, I've seen you last. So yes, now, you came on our podcast. I came on. My mom we, loved you. I, I have a, a way with Jewish mothers. I mean, it makes sense. So, how is your mom? How are you? How is the relationship when you grow up in New York City and then you stay in New York City and then you go to LA? Like, there's you know, be every some day separation is anxiety, guilt every day. She's like, you know, it's fine. If you want to raise your kids in L.A., that's fine. I mean, I'm not going to be there to help you. I mean, his, because I have <laughs> a boyfriend. Kids. She's like, no, I mean, his family can take care of the kids. I don't know. I mean, do we, I don't know. Do you really want them? Do you want them? Do you want that mother to You're help? To not your own it. mother? How I'm long like, have you been with a boyfriend? Two years. Two years. So two And I'm years. 32. So, you know, you know, it's that time. Uh, two years you're pushing. You're like, what's the next step? I mean, yeah. What is he? Is what's, is he a comedian? Is he? He's a writer. He's a writer. Right. Okay. For books. For books. Yes. Like what type of book? Like, like all different when types. You, when your mom hears that, what's her first, oh. what's he written? Oh, 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 I like that. Oh, you like creative. that. She likes that. She likes it. I've she never, wants creative. Yeah, anytime I've ever tried to dip into like non-creative guys, like finance guys, she goes, eh, they don't like you. Those they guys don't, like, don't you. like you. They don't like you. I'm like, were you on the date? Did they call right. you afterwards? And right. they're like, she's too quirky for me, Lauren. And he's like, I get it. I birthed her. She's is, no, is she's your not dad in the finance creative? What, what, he's a dentist. He's a dentist. But my, so what if you went dentist? Would they? Would your mom go? I ah, know they don't like you. I think it also depends on whatever I'm happy with. They're happy with if I. Of course, but you that's, know what I mean. That's the line every parent says at the end of telling you how much they don't like who you're dating. They give you the review. They yeah. go and uh, writer. I don't know. Do they have insurance? Yeah, Are they yeah, making exactly. it? And, but if you're happy, you know, after they've guilted you for an hour. 
No, my mom doesn't do it. She, it's like if anything that's ended, that's when she gets. That's when, all, get that's when all the shit comes out. Like right. my ex, who was like a camera guy. She's like, I don't know. He was the camera guy. He lived in Chinatown. Tour. Are you going to move into like the seventh floor in China? What, what, what were we thinking doing that? Right. What, and everything's we with me and my mm-hmm. mom. What were we thinking? Oh, were you going to move in She was a part of me? the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. She followed you from the beginning to, you know, from the excitement to the breakup. She still talks about him. Of course. Yeah. I mean, moms never forget an ex. No. They'll go into, oh, remember what? And they'll bring it up at that point that you don't even want to hear it. You'll Just, be like, oh, I'm having a good day. They'll be like, remember the most horrific <laughs> breakup you've ever had? And you're like, why would you bring that up today? Why? Or why do they bring up, I like, I okay, when my mom brings up the ex that we, whatever, ended bad or whatever, that's fine. But she loves to bring up an ex from like I dated in high school. That yeah, after. no, no, they like And she's the, like, oh my God, remember him? He was so sweet. Mom, my mom does he emotionally thing. cheated on me. Oh no, he was young. <laughs> He was right. 24. No, they Torbert, they he love had the problems. youngest ex. Yeah, why because, is that? Because there's nothing, there was no hope at that point. There, it wasn't, there was no expectation. Right. You know, they weren't, you know, at 23, they were like, oh, it's a fun, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. And then they go, and they then you end it and you, they go, well, you, that was so good with them. It's yeah, because no one was pushing for anything. Right, there was point. nothing. There was nothing to be disappointed by. Yeah. What, they didn't, we didn't go to dinner because he had no money or she had no, right. you, know, no you know, so... Listen, so you're here, you're in LA now, you're going on auditions, you're doing yes. that type of thing. Yeah. And now you got the special. The special I've got the special. Give me the reason for the name, because so, prettiest girl at the special school. So I'm dyslexic. Okay. And severely, as my mom would okay. say. Um, she can't read very a Very motherly, very Jewish mother. Oh, yeah. Take it to the 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 most dramatic degree. <laughs> Severe, you're not just dyslexic. Severely. Severe. Yeah. Severe. She loves that word. They love multi-syllabic <laughs> words. Horrendous. Yes. Horrific. Atro- atrocious. These yes. are all very Jewish mother oh descriptions. Oh my, yeah, just... Um, so I basically, so yeah, I was dyslexic and I went to this school in mm. New York okay. called Churchill School and Center. Okay. And it was and a center. That means that's, it's really, that's when you know. Going on. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I went there from fifth grade to high school, end mm. of high school. And yeah, it was a school for people with learning disabilities. Right. And I really was the prettiest girl there. Right. Because I wanted to leave and they wouldn't let me. And they kept telling me, oh no, she's too dyslexic. But I think they, they wouldn't just, let you because they they needed the pretty. They I think they needed me as like a representation. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Like, well, you see, Tori. They she's put you normal. on the front of the. I was on every the bro, photo. The brochure, yearbook. Yeah. I was on the chess team. I wasn't on the chess team. They just wanted me in every photo. Go play chess. We'll get a picture. You go bowl. We'll get a picture. Of you there. Right, right. So everyone, go follow Tori at Tori Piskin. The special comes out September fifth. It's on Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla. Go follow. Go follow. Go watch. It's a Saturday night on the couch. It's a Sunday when you're hungover. This is what these are all about. People come on. They want you to go watch their shows. We're going to get to the emails. And I think it's also just about like, yes, okay, being dyslexic. But I think it's also like I talk about like how kind of, you know, feeling like insecure I think is really like affected my dating life how i always mm. went for like the stupid guys because i never felt like secure about myself mm. you know because it, it, well it's tough that you know it's funny <laughs> like the stupid guys like it's funny that okay, like the I mean allowance stupid, with language you know like i i'm, I'm dyslexic thinking, <laughs> right, like, you know, i only know a few words I, i'm with you like i well you would always go for someone that you maybe was easier i would assume like it easier. was an easier entree whereas opposed to someone you'd be intimidated i, yeah, I no, i never went that. for that 
Never an intimidating guy. You never now, see a guy like with a book in his hand and No, well, my boyfriend on. now. I mean, he well, now he's a writer. Books. This exactly. is a big deal. This is a huge step Does he for write me. backwards so that you can get it? <laughs> he <laughs> has, it's taken him a while to understand dyslexia. Right. It's taken him a little bit because he has like a photographic memory. Oh, so he remembers everything. Oh, everything, which is annoying with That's fights. That's tough, yeah, with arguments. Or if I'm like, hey, are you listening to me? He's the type of person that would just repeat everything I said. And I'm like, that's not... Look at my eyes, little <laughs> bitch, okay? <laughs> so everyone go follow Tori, at Tori Piskin. We're going to go to the emails before we do. We've all been there, sitting on a suitcase to get it closed the night before a huge trip. Luckily, there's room for everything with base. Base luggage is the best way to travel with multiple sizes to choose from. You'll be all set for any vacation. Their bags include 360-degree gliding wheels, cushion handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to stay organized. I am... I'm a fan of base. I use it on the road. If you follow me on Instagram, you see I'm on the road every weekend. Base is with me along the way. I brought it to Europe. I have the weekender bag. Mm -hmm. All of it, fantastic. It works. It's functional. And they mentioned the cushion handle. That's something that you go, oh, who cares? I can't tell you how much better it makes the whole experience. It really is good. And I even keep a pocket with golf stuff like tees balls gloves and all this stuff and i'm traveling other places not even packing just in case so i have room for the just in case stuff so that should tell you what you need to know right now uh base is offering j train listeners 15 percent off your first purchase by visiting base travel.com slash j train go to base travel.com slash j train go to base travel.com slash j train for 15 percent off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash j train also if you're like Right now, we're heading towards that time of year where it's like tailgates and traveling for the weekend. Great time to buy a base. It's good. Uh, are you ready to do some emails? I'm excited. You said you had a question before we started. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is a question if I was a listener. Um, well, this actually happened a few months ago, but Uh-oh. it's a great. So my boyfriend, again, we're dating two years. Mm-hmm. Live together? We just started living together, yeah. In, in L.A.? In L.A. Okay. Yeah, we started living together. And he... This is like the third time he's met my parents. He starts talking about his ideal wedding in front of my mom. He has an ideal wedding. Yes. Okay. It's in Hawaii. Maybe we'll elope on the beach. Oh, and How does this come up? Because we were talking about one of his friends who's a florist. And okay. my mom was like, I love her. I follow her. She's amazing. And then he's like, well, at my wedding, I would like this. So he's going on about the wedding. And you're not exaggerating about your mom. I've met your mom. And no. I've done your podcast. Yeah. You sound exactly like her when you imitate her. Like <laughs> right. The energy of what you just went into is her. It's very yeah. much her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just started talking about it. And then my mom, of course, afterwards comes up to me, you know, also by like, she's like, Tori. I think he's right. Like, should we talk about the ring? And I'm like, no, no. He just says <laughs> things out loud. Yeah. Is that a man thing? That's a man thing. A specific man. We, I mean, it's, 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 the wedding thing is a little different. You're like, I've you never know. done that one. <laughs> I would know enough. How old is he? Is he 32? 32. Or no, I, 33. I would know at 33, that's something I'm not going to bring up in front of the mom. Right. Unless I, you know, like I, that feels like it's a little much to bring up. Right. Um, But I do understand, you know, men go on dates. We should, we should do this. We should do that. And it's just nice. Feels good to say. It feels good to get a reaction. It's very instantaneous, like dopamine when he sees, you know, I want a wedding in Honolulu. He's watching your mom eat it up. Like there is an element of that. But I asked him, I was like, 
you know, like you can't really say that in front of my mom without me then thinking you're like, gonna have to deal with it. You're yeah. ready for that. And I and he was like, I'm not one. I, I was just talking. We were talking about weddings. And I'm like, I don't think he like connects. the the idea of a man having an ideal wedding is really not within my wheelhouse. Like like the like. Whatever wedding I end up having, if and when, yeah, it's gonna be cool, great, great. Can't wait. Oh, you like that? I like it too. Right. I'll have like two things. Like I'll be like pigs in a blanket yeah. at the cocktail hour. Like I'll be like that. This has to be done. A photo booth. Maybe. Whatever they want. That's not even on my register. Yeah. And I will need like uh, pig in a blanket at the, uh, the cocktail hour and like. Uh, that's really it. That's right. really all the things that I need at a wedding. Like, there's nothing that I'm like clamoring for. Well, maybe I my have... boyfriend can design your wedding for you. If... I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, there's other things. Like, if I was asked for my opinion, I'll give it. Right. But it's never to like. My opinion will never be like. Well, we have to have the florist. I need like that's. Never I don't gonna... think he was like thinking like, oh, like this has been my dream since I'm a little boy. I think right. he just was like talking. But I'm saying what I'm asking is like. And I've noticed this too with other friends. Men say things in the moment that they maybe don't mean. They, they don't, don't mean underst- the depth of you of well, the way it's taken. Yeah. I would say like he does believe we're just talking wedding. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't see the I'm just layers. My example. Uh, yeah, you no. My opinion. Sorry. I mean the 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 layers that people go into like it's something I've had to learn in my life. Like the idea of like going through a birthday with a girlfriend, you have immediately gotten more serious to them. Right. There's no, if <laughs> so you go on bus. dates and you're like, when's your birthday? They're like, actually it's in like 10. Oh, okay. Well, right. Sorry. I'll be on the passed. road. Well, like it was a week ago. Oh good. I got a oh, whole that's a year. Good one. That's a good one. You know, we can really, <laughs> you know, we can ha- hang out, you know, but right. I, that took me a long time to realize. And you say things that, you know, you're just, and again, this goes back to like, dating for a lot of men and this two-year relationship i'm not saying he doesn't take it seriously but like we're having fun you hear a lot from you hear from a lot of guys we're having fun so when you say things and while you're having fun you don't think of it as like this is business and to you a wedding and to your mom especially oh my mom that is business so the two of them he's talking about the wedding and my mom's just eating every absolutely oh yes so yeah yeah I, i i i don't think it's I don't think it's nothing to him, but I don't think it's everything to him. Yeah, and I had to learn that. Right. I think girls have to learn that. Or you have to say th- what you're talking... Like, there is a thing of, like, I do believe you can say, like, hey, just so you know, like, this means something to me when you right. when you talk about this. Like, just uh, be aware. Yeah. And that's, like, a sign. You know, like, hey, uh, beware of, you know, beware of, you know, uh, wild moms. <laughs> you know I'm like? Yeah. Let's go to the emails. Jtrainpodcast okay. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. With here with Tori Piskin. Go follow at Tori Piskin on Instagram, Twitter, threads, all of it. TikTok. My gay best friend hates my boyfriend. Uh-oh. Oh. Jared and Guest, Feather Feather. Here's my situation. Feather so, Feather? Yes, we have a thing. When people share the podcast, when people share the Netflix special, feathers my nuts. It feels like a little feather tickling oh, my nuts. It's a beautiful that's feeling. Actually, I... F- I'm getting chills. Exactly. Getting so chills. now it's turned into feather feather. Okay. So so I have this close friend from high school. Let's call him A, oh. who is a gay male. We've traveled together and uh, have shared a special friendship over the years. I was one of the first people he came out to after high school, and he has since told me I'm a safe space for him and that my friendship really helped him when he was struggling with his identity in high school, which meant a lot to me. So on to the issue. A year ago, I started dating my boyfriend, H., 
He's been wanting to meet A for a while as I've told him a lot about him. So a few months ago, A was in our city and we planned to meet up. I did forewarn H that A does not come across as overly friendly to new people. He just sort of has a standoffish personality at first. Okay. That doesn't ring gay male to me, but again, that's okay. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm All speaking these in generalities. Um, when they did eventually meet, uh, we were at a bar with some of A's friends. So A is the... Gay best friend. Gay best friend. Okay. My boyfriend came in and introduced himself to A and shook his hand. Immediately after he said his name, A turned to his friend and said loudly, what's his name? So that my boyfriend obviously heard him. That's not very nice. Then throughout the evening, A kept making rude comments towards my boyfriend. Like if my boyfriend would say something, he would like be like, shut the fuck up. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. <laughs> but it was hard to tell if he was joking. He also never went out of his way to initiate conversation with H or get to know him. Um, he was generally just an asshole to him. This isn't nice. No. I made some comments sticking up for him throughout the night, but A didn't seem to listen or care. After... Uh, the get together, my boyfriend expressed he was really put off by A's behavior and his feelings were hurt because he thought a close friend of mine would want to be nice to him, get to know him. At first, I felt defensive of A, and I'm not sure why. I guess uh, I feel this need to defend him because I've constant, consistently been supportive of him throughout, through his coming out journey and feel like I've been one of his friends who has stuck by him through the years. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized he's actually just not a good person and I romanticized our friendship. If he really cared about me, he would attempt to get to know my boyfriend. Since then, I've decided to go slow ghost route on a because the more i thought about it the more uh the way he treated my boyfriend bothered me he's been reaching out to me when he's in my city asking to hang out and i've been either not replying or just saying i'm busy with work why do you think he was an asshole to my boyfriend i think part of it is just him having just a bad attitude about straight men due to his own past issues with them being homophobic towards him in high school etc do you think the slow ghost is appropriate here um I know I could just ask him about it or say something, but it feels easier to just distance myself from him without having to confront the issue directly. Thanks for all you do. What do you think, Tori Piscuit? I mean, first off, wait, so who was the one that said that sometimes when the person meets someone, they're not friendly? A, the gay she best friend? the gay best friend is, is a little standoffish at first. This is, not, this is the this opposite. Is, this is, is, is I'm a fucking bitch. This right, is, right. I mean, listen, I think... You know, personality-wise, how you want to confront a friend. I would do the ghosting route because that's my personality. I'm not really like a confronter right. with friends. Um, she can sit this if she wants. Sit the person down. And be like, I don't like the way you treated my boyfriend. I thought it was like really rude. Right. I always wanted to do that with friends, but I end up just if they do something wrong to me, I just end up kind of slowly. Why do you do that? I, I, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I was like, that rings female to me, like. If I cared about someone and that someone really made me mad, yeah, I, there's redemption in the friendship. It doesn't have to end because we've had it out. And I think a lot of times, in female friendships, like we had it out and it was over, never yeah. the same. I think a lot of time with guys, like with guys that I've had issues with, hey, this pissed me off. Right. What the fuck? Right. Talk to me about this. We'll get over it. I just need to hear your reasoning for what went on here. Yeah. And I think the fact that he's gay doesn't matter. I, yeah. I think what she has no. to remember, like that—that's a—that's the the dressing on the salad, but it's right. really the actual meat of the story. Is you were there and cared about a friend. Right. This friend, when they were put to task to care about you and be there for you, they weren't there for you. Right. Not at all. And honestly, if I were her, I don't go slow ghost. 
Like, you would sit the person down. We have a long, you know, it, it's funny that she's like, well, now I'm looking back and everything was romanticized. And it's like, well, I I give, uh, you know, I look back at relationships and I go, I'm going to give someone an opportunity to yeah. like, step up to the standard that I have. But I, I think it also, like, I went through something kind of recently with a friend where we, like, had a huge disagreement. Mm-hmm. What I was tr- the disagreement? Mm, we just, like, it, I think it had been, like, building mm-hmm. and we just kind of, like, blew up at each other and I kind of like came to the person was like listen I think we're like sisters we've been friends for like 10 years Mm -hmm. and I was able to say like I understand how I came off in the argument and that person wasn't able to then see themselves and they kind of slow ghosted me right no but that's it and I think it's just hard it's hard when like you have a friend that isn't been through therapy or emotionally self-aware enough Mm. to say yeah, what you did was fucking, this is why I don't, I'm mad at you. But instead, they just kind of like slowly ghost you. But that's, I think that's okay. Like, I, 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 they can do whatever they want. They can say goodbye to this person. I, to me, I would want to let someone know where I stood and like, here's where we stand. Like, I don't hate you. I'm just letting you know the facts. Right. I have a new boyfriend. I'm excited about him. He came excited to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. You treated him like an asshole. Maybe it's a female thing. Sorry to cut you off. Because it's like we don't want. I'm just my personal. Sometimes I'm scared about the other person's reaction. So it's almost easier not to like do anything. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense. I guess like let's think of the reactions. The reactions are one, you lose a friend. Right. Two, they become a better friend and they're aware of the things that they've done. Yeah. And uh, three, you kind of just it just. I guess that's it. Those are the two options. Like, I don't really see a third option here. Like, yeah, I think I the I, fact that she like decided to ghost that person slowly is because she knows if she sits this person down, this type of personality down, they're not going to listen. Right. So I, I, oh, to me, that's like to me, I that makes it easier. Right. Now the person is going to call you and text you. You don't have to worry about like really like where you stand with them. You've stated where you stand. Like, I, I kind of have like an open door policy. Like, hey, you come in the house, you act right. You're always in, invited back in, right? Like, I, and again, she has to judge how much she needs this friendship, right? She might not need it at all. I think and, she like, just misses the past, their right. old friendship before the boyfriend. I think she's right about why the bo- why the gay best friend treated the boyfriend, yeah, not great. They're self conscious. They're worried about. They're like, let me lash out before they let me yeah. hit them before they hit me, or maybe she they feel the guy felt threatened by the new boyfriend. There's a little bit of that. Like, you know, the relationship is going to go away. They right. don't have this outlet. I mean, like, that and they could might be a not good... even know that they're like, he might not even know that he's acting that way because he's scared of that. He's intimidated by the guy or mm. his relationship. People do things when they're not even self-aware. Well, that could be a good way to get into the conversation with them. I do think talking about this with them will make them feel better. They're writing into me. So yeah. like, they obviously feel a certain way. So like, I think saying to them, Hey, um, I don't know what was going on the other day and your friendship means a lot to me. Yeah. I brought my boyfriend in. My boyfriend felt, really not treated well i watched it it didn't look great from my end he didn't feel great about it i don't know why you would be mean and not want to like get to know my boyfriend when you're a good friend of mine but i just want to let you know how i feel yeah and that's it and then they either like live up to it or not and it's like i think 
I don't like the slow ghost thing. Like, I don't like. So you've never slow ghosted anyone? Girls? Maybe I have. but Dating? No, nah, I've ghosted for dating for sure, but it wasn't in like a hate. Like, I don't want like, in my mind, it was never like, I am mad at this person. Right. Like, again, she, she, do, she is allowed to be selfish with her feelings. She's allowed yeah. to go, I feel really bad about this. She's, right. She feels bad. She's yeah. writing into us. So like, to me, like, let's clean up our own house. Yeah. Fuck his house. I'm right. cleaning up my house. Like, you left a mess on the floor. <laughs> you know, like you came to my house, you left a mess. Yeah. I feel like shit. My boyfriend thinks I'm like I've got shitty friends. Right. Like you've kind of made me look bad. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tori Piskin. Go follow Tori. Go, go, go. The special September 5th. It is out there for your viewing pledge. We're sponsor people. Ooh, I love Lumi. In case you've been living under a rock, Lumi is amazing and it's the world's first whole body deodorant. Smells incredible. I would actually say it smells edible. Mm. I have the coconut one and it is like, ooh, and it works. Clinically proven to control odor on your pits, your privates, literally everywhere for up to 72 hours. Wait, that's, sorry to cut you off. That's in, that's perfect for like the girls that like want to stay at that guy's house that they right. don't feel comfortable enough to like bring a whole bag. So mm-hmm. just bring the spray. You know it's what I mean? They have a cream uh, that's actually great. They have a little travel cream. Oh, perfect. It's great. And you, I've put the cream everywhere. <laughs> Stops order before it even starts. It's aluminum free, baking soda free, paraben free and pH balanced. This deodorant was created by Dr. Shannon Klingman, an OBGYN who saw firsthand how totally normal body odor was being misdiagnosed and treated incorrectly. Lumi handles odor in one easy step so you can get on with your life smelling amazing. I have it. It smells amazing. They got uh, the underarm stick. Great. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. Comes with a solid stick deodorant. I love it. Cream tube deodorant. Love it. Two free products of your choice. They have a mini body wash for on the go and deodorant wipes and free shipping as a special for uh, offer for JTrain listeners. New customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JTrain5 at LumiDeodorant.com. That's over 40% of your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com. Use code JTrain5. Go check that out. Can you fix bad sex? Mm, oh, this is a question I've thought about a lot of times. Okay. And I've always ended it. Always. Always. What was the issue? If you like, you know, not to get. Yeah, I no. know your mom's probably listening. Not to get too graphic. <laughs> I but mean, like, she's heard me say crazy shit. But was there anything that you were like? Yeah, there was. Well, two guys I can think of. One, the kissing was just so bad. And okay, no, this is the kissing was already think, bad. See, I'm trying to think if I was if so if the kissing was bad. I've had it where the kissing was bad, and I I ended it because it would be like a because fir- again it's like a first date thing. So like I yeah. don't even go past if I'm the kissing bad. I'm like. I don't think we're a match. And it's not to say they're a bad kiss. Maybe we're just not the rhythm. Yeah, the rhythm. But he, I gave him a chance. I was like, I gave him like a month. I always give, used to give guys like a month. Very female. So I would give him a month. We, we had sex. And then I remember like he finished and then I didn't. And then he hit my leg and he was like, I'll get you in the morning. Ooh. <laughs> and then I just. You can't <laughs> confidently. It's like, what are you, Knock a soccer a girl coach? Off. Yeah, you can't, you can't just be like, ah, okay, kid. Yeah. We'll get you. Oh, yeah. 
Here's an IOU. You slip her an IOU note. <laughs> it's like a yeah. deli guy. Like, yeah. I'll get you in the morning. I'll yeah. leave the rest of the change. That's, I mean, that's a crazy thing to say. Yeah. And but also, I, it's just the confidence in that. Yeah. Like, you know, there is, like, I, I've been in the position, I'm like, did you, did you come? Right. And it's like, you look like a loser, but I'm like, I do care. You want to, like, yeah. I, I think a level of caring is like, you know, like, you want to hear back. No, but, you know, I had a great time. It was, it was fun. I, you know, and it I, was so early on that I was like, all right, if he's acting like this so early, too comfy cozy. I was like, no. And then another guy who was really sweet, there was just, Again, I gave it like three weeks. Right. Not of like three weeks of constant sex, but I gave it, mm-hmm. and we did it, I think, a few times. It just like the chemistry. There was nothing. Right. It felt like we had skipped the beginning and we were already like five years in. There was just a lack of like. Like mechanical? Like it wasn't like you were drawn to each other. Like no. you have to make an appointment. Five years in is like, it's sex night. Yeah, that's what it felt like. You don't want that like two weeks a month in. No, it felt like we were just like on the couch and we were like. Like first base, second base, third base. Yeah, fuck. it just like, it it wasn't like it wasn't I don't know like pudding. It was like <laughs> I get I get what you, no I totally get what you mean. We're like we're doing this to check boxes, not because we're like sweating each other. Or at least that's what I felt. I know I get it. Can you? This person writes, dear J Train, classic shell, and esteemed guest. <clears throat> Thank you, Jared, for all that you do. You've helped me so much with my dating life already. But I have a dilemma. I'd love for your advice on. I started seeing someone a month ago, and I am really enjoying his company. He's very sweet, makes me dinner, walks my dog for me whenever Aww. I'm stressed all around, treats me very well so far. The problem is I'm having is in the bedroom. Mm-mm. I'm very fortunate to be a female who can get off fairly easily. Oh, okay. Brag. There we go. And e- can even get off from penetration. Ooh, well, look Can at this you. girl like sell whatever she right. has inside? What are you eating? <laughs> Uh, however, every time we have had sex, the guy I'm seeing will just get will just get me off, or sometimes only come close to getting me off. Every time we have had sex, the guy I'm seeing will just get me off, or sometimes only come close to getting me off through fingering me for like two minutes before we have sex, and then move on to sex where he only does the two positions that he enjoys, and I do not. I apologize for the crude description. I don't think this is crude. I'm just trying to get it. Like, so basically, he is getting her off because yeah. he gets off fairly easily. So she's annoyed that she wants to get off again during sex, and probably annoyed that like. And again, I think I agree with her. Sex is an experience. It's right. the whole thing. It's the kissing. It's the cuddling. Yeah. It's the stuff that leads to sex. It's the penetration. But it's like, if you're, you know, if he's going down on you, you're getting off, and then he's, go, you know, like she. Here's the thing. She is remembering other experiences that she's enjoyed more than this one, <laughs> and that's the problem. She's comparing. Yeah. Which I'm not saying she's wrong for. She knows yeah. how great it can be, and she wants this to be as great as that. Right. And, it's I, I can understand that. So like someone's listening while I'm like, oh, it came during, you know, fingering. Good for you. I wish I you had, had that. two but minutes. Like, you know, I apologize for the crude description, but basically I feel like I am his fleshlight. Oh. He has not let me go on top any time I've suggested it. Well, that's no fun. He never even takes my shirt off and he has only ever gone down on me one time. Oh, that's, uh, I that's, mean, that's this is all coming. You know, this yeah. isn't what we this is even worse. I than feel like we, we yeah, we gave the guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then we're like, he came down. He went down on her once. I'm like, that's not. No. I mean, how long have they been seeing? It's kind of like one month. No. Yeah. He sounds like he's almost too comfortable. Yeah. I'm the main position that he likes is him on top with both of my legs in the air where I 
a ba- where all I can basically do is just lie there until it's over. Oh, that's bad. I've tried on a few occasions communicating the moment that I wasn't a fan of what we're doing, but he keeps going back to it. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. I, I like this guy otherwise, but every time we have sex, I just go home feeling defeated and annoyed. Do you think there is any way of having a conversation about this without bruising his ego? How should I bring this up? Do you think I should just cut my losses? It's so hard to find a nice guy these days, so I'd like to try to fix it if possible, but I can't live with bad sex for the rest of my life. Thank you for the doing the Lord's work, unsatisfied batch. What do you think? I mean, it sounds like he's got a lot of other great things. She really likes him. I think, you know. How nice could he be if he's not listening during these moments? But maybe he needs to be like sat down and not just like said in the moment. Said in the moment. I I agree with you. I think he's not like retaining. He's just like, ah, like he's just not retaining. I think she needs to like sit him down and be like, hey, during sex, you know, um, I love that. Like, I love when you eat me out and I just feel like you don't do that enough. Just, I think she needs to like express what she's right. missing. Then see if he listens. Right. I, I, you know, I'm not in favor of just keeping a guy cause it's hard to find another guy. Right. Like I, I, I think she mentioned that in her email. The beginning was so glowing of this guy that he was so nice. No, and, but you know, I think walks my dog though. Like, if someone walks your dog but they don't listen to you during sex, I'm gonna say they're not that nice a person. Like there's right. like there's something off here. Or he's like selfish in the bedroom. Right. And or maybe he feels entitled because he's like, Well, I did all these other nice things, so I just want to get off in the bedroom. That doesn't ring true to me. Like that makes him more evil than I believe people <laughs> to be. No, no, no. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. I'm saying like it would be strange for him to be like, Oh, let me take the dog out, and then like I'm gonna get mine in the bedroom. I, right. I just I and I listen. It seems like he's unaware. Just unaware, yeah. I think you're right. Like, I think, again, in the moment, hasn't worked. We tried that. We tried giving positivity in the bedroom. No. I would say, let's let's start at, you enjoy his company, and you hope to be in a healthy relationship. I think she needs to stop getting in this game of, it's hard to find a nice guy. Yeah. Stop that. You'll find a nice guy. Yeah, you always find someone. You'll you'll find someone new. Yeah, you found this guy. Right. You'll find the next one. The guy's going to, maybe the next guy will do your dishes and walk your dog. And go down on you. So what are we talking about here? Like, I think, get out of that mode. Yeah. You're saying, I'm really enjoying one aspect of our relationship. I want it all to be as good as the other aspect. Yeah. Uh, I And I think you got to have a sit down talk, just like you're saying. Yeah. Maybe over like a coffee, like yeah, during a walk. Not, Let's get away from the bedroom. Yeah, not in the bedroom, not before sex, not after sex, not on like even like a cute romantic date. I just think like in a norm outside on a and walk. This is easier advice to give than to take. No, it's like, hard it's to hard. say. It's I, hard. I think if I was to play this out, hey, let's go for a walk with coffee. Yeah. I think that's like walking lets you face forward. You don't have to like face <laughs> him in the eye. I think that's helpful. No, you're right. That's that's like a phone call. Right. So let's let's go for a walk. So at least you're facing forward. And then I would start with a question, curiosity. How do you feel about our sex? Oh, really? Yeah. And oh. get him talking. Oh. And he'll, oh, I, I like it. I get off. <laughs> okay. And you would hope, again, he's away from the bedroom where he's been unselfish. Right. That he, you hope he goes... Well, how do you feel about it? Right, okay. And that, Instead and then, of just coming at him and saying like, hey, right. I've been upset. I, I wouldn't be specific. Oh, I would okay. start at, how do you feel about our sex life? How do you feel about the sex we're having? Well, you hope he <laughs> says something. You hope, if he doesn't ask you back, we're already at the problem. Why didn't you ask me how I felt? Right. You know, now you can get into it. Right, now you know a little more about him. Or he says, well, how do you feel? And right. you go, 
I want to have more fun with you. Yeah. That say it like that. Now let's let's be aspirational. I want right. to have more fun with you. I yeah. feel like we're I feel like we've held back from the fun we could be this having. This is so good. Right? Let's stay positive. Yeah. Let's stay in the aspirational zone. Um, well, how old do you have more fun? I keep having these dreams of you. Dreams? dreams. Oh my God. Jared, Dream- dreams. <laughs> dreams allow you to be creative and honest at the same time. I dream of you. I, I honestly, I wake up wet thinking right. of you going down and on I me. And I keep thinking about that one, yeah, that one time you went down on right. me. And you haven't done it since, but I'm not blaming. I don't know why, but yeah. I'm looking for a more well-rounded sexual experience with you. And should she say anything of like, it makes me feel insecure or don't say any of that. I think if the conversation isn't positive, which it might not be, yeah. like he might not, if he doesn't ask you right away, well, how do you feel? Hey, you didn't even ask me how I feel. That's kind of how I feel in the bedroom. Like right. you didn't even, you know, why didn't you ask me how I feel? And I'm giving, someone might be listening and going, wow, you're really holding this guy's hand through this conversation. But yeah, I think I'm he, not, it sounds like he needs to be. It sounds like he needs to be or give up on it. If you're not willing to do this and you don't like him enough, which is okay. Right. It's totally okay to be like, fuck this dude. I'm not walking someone's hand. Because again, let's reiterate, there's another guy out there for you. Yeah. You're going to find a nice guy who maybe won't walk your dog, but he'll go down on you. I'll take the fucking blow yeah. shot. You know, so like. I think, but it is, it is really hard to find like, I mean, I have a friend now who's single and I think she's great but like she can't even just it's like the the date they can't make the date just the simplest thing well because the apps play to men's laziness in a way that like i understand it like yeah. the idea like i got the match that's all i needed you know and like that's hard no, she's been out with this guy maybe you'll help her she's been out with this guy for like five times and he doesn't really text in the middle of the week has he, have they had sex yes okay. and even but they even showed he she he showed up to her first date late. He's already kind of like proving. He was already kind of like. When do they hang out? Like on date, like a date they night. They do a date? Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't really text her in the week. And then he'll be like, oh my God, I'm sorry. This week was stressful. Of my she work. she him? Yeah, but she's giving him the same energy, she told me. I don't believe in that. You don't? I don't believe in giving someone the, because then it's, I believe in being a pain in the ass, being totally you. So you think she should just be like. What's happening today? Happening. What's happening today? Because she feels like she needs to give him the same energy. I think she's, if she gives him the same energy, that's an energy she doesn't want. Right. And they're not going anywhere. Right. Okay. She doesn't want that energy. So why would she give energy she doesn't want? Right. Give the energy you want back. Right. You know, like it's okay to be, hey, what's happening today? Right. Oh, I got these meetings. Things are crazy. Oh my God. Well, cool. I got, uh, did he ask about you back? Like, does he take interest? Like, if you want texts, then text. Right. If you want dates, I think say it's you about being vulnerable and you always want the guy to chase you and set up But the if date. she wants that, then she's not getting that time to end it. Right. She's already five dates. He is what he is. Right. Five dates in, you should be feeling the way you want to feel to and go on a sixth date. Do you think, because I. This is easy for me to say. I right. understand. No, and like, okay, so on the five date, I was kind of giving her the advice, and I don't know if it's the best, where I was like, because she was like, maybe I should say something to him. Like, hey, I'm looking for something a little more consistent. Why would you say, I'm looking for something that isn't you? Can you be that? <laughs> That's really what she's saying. You know, so like, you think this is just not the right guy for her? Uh, no, I think she's chasing what, he, what she thinks he could be and not what he is. Right. And I think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like when you check boxes and you go, and again, this is like plays into the ick bit 
on the special where it's yeah. like, why do women get the ick and men don't? Yeah. It's because you're like, oh, he's got a good job. He's 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 put together. <laughs> the family's nice. Like, right. He's only thinking of terms, you know, at five dates in. He's not even thinking that far ahead. So when you give him all these box checks. Right. Then you're like, well, he could be with all of these things. Amazing. But it's not who he is. Yeah. As, as, at, at least right now. Right. Maybe one day he could be those things. But. I, if you're ready for more, you're ready for more. Yeah. I, I don't know if I if I'm her, I'm like, uh, to me, I that's like a classic New York City tale, right? Because you know, like to me, New York City has a lot of like, like hard charging, like aspirational people. Yeah. So you see the aspirations for them, but that they're not including you in their aspirations, right? You know what I mean? So like you, and this is where the finance guy bro, yeah. gets the reputation because they're like, I want. I want big money, big house, family, suburb. I want it all. Right. And they're talking about that hypothetically. But are they ready for that with you? Right. You know, so I think she's stuck. She's seeing this is guy wants the things I want, but does he want He's it not, with me? Right. His He's actions not are a little different. Right. Yeah. So Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast. I think a lot of people experience that. Gmail. So hopefully we helped my she friend is, and many other people. She is not alone. Yeah. At all. I mean, like, that's been me in certain cases. Like, I, you know, I've been in things where I know I'm like, you know, I offer, you know, I'm a certain type of guy where it's like, I know to some I'm like a safe adventure. I do this fun thing, but I'm also like a guy that they've recognized from their childhood, from their family. I, you know, and then, you know, you go on dates and, oh, okay, I can see it. Right. You know, plus there's this fun comedy thing and he does something different. And it's like, you know, I've been guilty of like well yeah i'm on my way to do these things and yeah i'm you know secondary to that i'm going could this person fit in and that's not fair to them but that's how that's it the truth goes. we're sponsored people <laughs> we get we're getting into it today on j train podcast college football fans are you ready for week one Woo! i gamble on football i'll tell you that right away every sunday i got like 20 bucks on every game i don't know if that interests you at all it makes it a blast for me. I love just having a little bit on the games. And I love that you can do it right on your phone now. It, it, I just have a fun time. It's really just fun. And college football, it's starting. I can't believe we're already here. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. I mean, this is amazing offer. So basically, you buy in for five, they give you $200 in credits, and then you get to play with that. And maybe you win some more, or maybe you, you know, blow their $200 but in credits. But this is amazing. And change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is DraftKings Sportsbook. I am so excited that they're a part of this because it is something that I really enjoy. Uh, again, you know, betting and all that stuff might not be for you, but. What a fun way to get involved with a Saturday or a Sunday. You're at the bar. You're looking to meet someone. What a way to connect with someone and talk. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code JTRAIN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code JTRAIN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8 8- 
seven seven eight hope and y or text hope and y that's four six seven three six nine in connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort ks 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction Void in Ontario, see dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Here with Tori Piskin. Go follow at Tori Piskin. Go, go, go. The special. It's out on 800 Pound Gorilla, September 5th. It is called Prettiest Girl at the Special School. Go, go, go. Go watch. You will love it. Hilarious. Should I add my hot neighbor on Instagram? Oh, my God. Yes. How did you meet? Uh, yeah, it's a yes. That's How did so you meet hot. The writer? We met on Hinge. Hinge. Yeah. He must have written quite a prompt <laughs> response. He Here's the thing I say about dating apps and I tell my friends and I went through a lot of like I went on a lot of dates where I just was like, they're hot or they had a tote bag. Like mm-hmm. I just went for the stupid, like things that I wasn't really thinking about. Like, is this person going to be a good possible match for me? Right. Like with my boyfriend, when I looked on his profile, I didn't think he'd be my boyfriend, but I said, okay, he went to Columbia. So he lived in New York at one point. Box checking as yeah. we just talked about. Yeah. And you gave the boxes, you, you collected a sample. I did. Again, lived in Columbia or lived in Columbia. New York because he went to Columbia. Yeah. This is uh, you're doing exactly what this last your friend did. Yeah. But to you know, but the guy was ready for it to be right, right for you. You know. Well, he actually wasn't ready. Okay. What that did was he a do? whole other thing. So anyway, so we went to Columbia. So we went lived in New York. Okay, he checked. He was from California. Okay, I think that's cool. Grew up there. Um, so anyway, oh, so with my boyfriend, mm. we actually had this story where we dated for like two months. Okay. He took me away to Santa Barbara, we get back, and I'm like, hey, just so, are we clear, like, are we not seeing other people? Because I slept with him without a condom. Uh Uh-oh. I had an IUD, so I'm not that irresponsible. (laughs) And he was like, I just got out of a five-year relationship, and I'm not ready, and blah, blah, blah. But here's what you did. Santa Barbara meant something to you. I mean, if you take a girl to Santa Barbara. I've never been, but I... I, again, it, if you take someone anywhere, anywhere, you're more serious than you were before the trip. Right. Yeah. And when we talk about it now, he's like, well, I wanted to do that. And I thought that was romantic. OK, well, it is. Right. <laughs> it is. But right. It, so, it comes with certain messages. Exactly. And again, I've ignored those messages in the past. I know. But now, what, you know, I knew always you right. always he knew. Yeah. I mean, for him to say he doesn't know. Come on. Right. So I was like, OK, well, I'm. Not and you know what I mean. He's like, I need to get my life together. I just got a relationship. Blah, 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 blah. Mm, I'm a writer. Yeah, I'm a writer. And he goes, uh, maybe we're just Take two ships sailing in the wrong yeah, type right. of the night. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, uh, what type of writer are you? you know what I mean? <laughs> so then I end it because I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. And then like a month later, he called me, like literally a month to the T. And I already was like, like I was thinking about him. I missed talking to him because that was a very strong part of our relationship, mm-hmm. our like conversation and our banter. And so I thought about him and he texted me and I was obviously like pissed. Mm-hmm. And then I would say for like a month, we kind of texted back and forth. And then finally we like reconnected. See, I like this story because it offers redemption. You go, listen, I'm going to see my way out. Yeah. And the door is unlocked. You can knock on it. You know, like I, he, you know, he had to work to, you know, he, yeah. he, he knew the responsibility that 
came with coming back. Exactly. That's a big part of it. Yeah. And people forget that. They go, oh, they're coming back. Oh, well, we'll just go back to the beginning. No, no, no. No. You started Santa Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we call it Act One, Santa Barbara, Mm -hmm. and then we redated Act Two. So you guys saying, are you guys are like uh, I mean it's like La La Land. Uh, but I'm saying I think there's hope because I know when guys say I'm not ready, I'm not in a place. You know, previously no, well, I would have always thought, oh, they're never going to be ready. But I mean, my boyfriend really did need that time, and I, he needed that time to figure himself out. Absolutely, I don't think it's a it's not personal to you. No, it's him tasting life without you going, and he didn't like it. Didn't like it. And not that's good. okay. Came over back. And it, it is a, it shows you how not personal. You, there's two ways to take it. Oh, you want to go fuck. You want to get your last licks. <laughs> or. No, I was a good lick. I, <laughs> no one is debating the lick. That's the thing. It's not about you. This is my I whole point. I can't help it be about me. But that's Jared? Thing. I understand that because everyone wants to be you know, oh my you God, be when chosen. He, you want to be you know, he, a, a carriage with horses to come up. I've been thinking of you. you understand. You're when the best he, lick I've ever had. When he ended it, oh my God, I was like, fuck him. I'm fucking amazing. Who, right. who, and then he like unfollowed me and he muted me. And yeah, I, I was like. See what it's like without you. Yeah. And I was like, fuck him. Who needs him? I'm not a fucking post. No, that's no. him getting right. Yeah. And then he couldn't get right. Comes back. And he came back. And now it worked out. Should I add my hot neighbor on Instagram? Hey, Jared, big fan of your comedy in the pod. I saw you in San Diego for New Year's and laughed my ass off. Here's my dilemma. I'm a single girl and just turned 30. I'm fairly new to my city. I moved into my apartment about four months ago and have a guy around my age that lives in the unit next to mine. Basically, my bedroom shares a wall with his kitchen. But it (gasps) is rare that we leave the apartment at the same time. So encountering this specific neighbor is rare. This weekend, I finally ran into him, and he officially introduced himself to me. And he is hot. (laughs) I mean, like, I can't stop thinking about him after simply exchanging names. He did only tell me his first name. But to be honest, I have had his packages incorrectly delivered to my place before. So being the snoop that I am, I was able to find him on Instagram before we even met since I saw his full name. Here's my question. Is it weird for me to follow him on Instagram? I would love to try and shoot my shot, but I feel too nervous to actually knock on his door to chat. Am I afraid? And I'm afraid I won't run into him again anytime soon. Any advice is appreciated. Thank you for reading. Signed, the girl next door. What do we think? I mean, this is hot. This is easy. Oh my God, do it. Message him. Message him. Hey, and honestly... Your package come to my door yeah. is a perfectly reasonable way to get his name. Exactly. Hey, we met the other day, so you got the first name. I realized I've been getting your packages for weeks. Yeah. I looked you up on Instagram, and then you do the, you and you DM. Yeah, okay? DM. Not a follow. DM. Oh, you sure? Positive. Okay. Because here's the thing. But what if he doesn't see it? Because you're not. He sees it. Okay, okay. He, okay. They, I'm getting we nervous see everything. for her. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't give the the guy some sort of blissful naivete. We're as smart as you guys. Okay. okay? (laughs) He, you DM, hey, um, I I know this is so weird, but your packages always come to my door and I realized it when we met. Right. I looked you up. I think you're cute and you seem fun. I would love to get drinks. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm. I have never, you, you say, I think you're cute? Yeah. Really? I think you're cute and you seem fun. Are you sure that's not too aggressive for a girl? No, not at all. No, here's my number. Make a plan and I'm in. Now, make a what? Make a plan and I'm in. Are you sure this isn't too aggressive? What's aggressive about that? I guess what, I would. What are you worried pers- about? Not getting denied. Him not maybe him denying me. Then I'm in my head. Oh, he doesn't think I'm attractive. Then I gotta see him every day. Here's the problem. 
They, I understand you, a I man. I understand why a man could say that, but as a woman, I'm scared. Here's here's what I would. Here's what's worse. What? Half an answer. Right. I'm getting you the full answer. I get DMs all the time. From girls. All the time. But let me ask you a question. And they're half shots taken. And you don't like those. It's just not. It's it's it. Here are the options for me. Have you ever gone out with a girl that was that straightforward? Absolutely. Okay. If I'm attracted. If you're if, attracted. If they're my type. Attractive. It, attracted is different to everyone. Right. If they're my type and I, I like the vibe from their profile that I'm seeing. So for this woman, you've met in person. So if you have a private account, I think that's okay still. Right. Because you like have felt each other's vibe. So yeah. he has decided whether he's you're his type or not. All right. right. So you approach him. Hey, your package has come to my door. I just want to let you know. I know this is totally weird, but I just realized you're the same person that's been coming to my door all the time. <laughs> I'm getting really nervous. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I get this all the time. And I'm saying this not to like brag or like whatever. Yeah. You're There'll normalizing be, it. I'm normalizing it because I think what this girl wants or this woman wants is a date. Yeah. She wants to see if they could be a match. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. She's right. not... She's not asking for more. She's not asking for less. Right. What I would do if it was, if I got like a half thing and I was like attracted, I'd keep play the long game. Right. Like I wouldn't give an answer. I'd be like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. Right. Okay. And so I would just keep it, you know, just like your friend texting when I yeah, wanted. Yeah. The energy, this, energy girl. Let's call her. Right. Energy girl. If you want an answer, if you want to go on a date, let it be known. Right, okay. I, I, Because I, I don't see the negative. So you don't believe the, in like playing a game? No. 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 It's because it, you're going to play a game with yourself. <laughs> like this guy isn't just playing Just go on your game. phone then, play Candy Crush. I, I think you have a stand, like just like you. Yeah. You went to Santa Barbara, you got back, you go, what's the deal here? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm freaking out, whatever. And you go, well, good luck with that freak out. I'll be over here. Right. I'm asking her to do the same thing you did. Right. Where it's like, hey, it, take it away. Put it away. I get someone messaged me. The messages have been crazy because the name of the special is 37 and single. Yeah. So they're like, you could not be single for long. And then I go to their profile and it's a private profile and I can see them in sunglasses. I can't see a thing. Right. Goodbye. Right. I'm not. I, there's nothing to do here. Yeah. There's no directive. There's no allowance for me to see what you look like and what your vibe is. Right. This person's met them in person. You know their name because you've seen the packages. You have a reason. Hey, think you're cute. Right. Seem like a fun guy. I got your name from the packages. I think you should do it now. Absolutely. And and then here's, I would love to get a drink. Here's my number. Make a plan and I'm down. Right. Now you've given the directive. Right. You make the plan. If he makes the plan. You're going on a date. And then if he's flaky, then fuck him and well, you'll find some other hot guy and he can see you with the hot guy when you deliver his package. Already, he's already not listened to you. Right. You know, if he doesn't make a plan on my end, hey, so what's up this weekend? Right. <laughs> okay. You think he's going to go down on you when you tell him to go down on you? Right. He's not listening already. Goodbye. I love this. Now you've thing. given him a bar. Right. Yeah. And, if, and you have to listen. If you don't want to listen... Because you're afraid of getting turned down. To me, you're afraid of losing something you never had. Right. You know, I just, uh, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Okay. You ready? Let's hit it. I love a 
Am I the asshole? You ready? Yeah. I'm currently living with my best friend in our two-bedroom apartment. A few weeks ago, my roommate suddenly decided that she was bringing her two dogs to move in with us from across the country, and her mother could would come stay for a month. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, this is horrific. This is the worst nightmare. A few weeks ago, my roommate suddenly decided that she was bringing her two dogs to move in with us from across the country, and her mother would stay with us for a month. I approached her about this and told her that the, since the dog is in my... in the and told her that since my dog is in the apartment already, three dogs violates oh, our lease. Three dogs and a mother? I mean, that sounds like a bad movie. <laughs> also, the way she came at her, I'm already like, this is, you've already made a mistake. Yeah. Three dogs violates our lease. How about, hey, we should talk about these things. Yeah. Like, I have a dog here that you've agreed to because you knew what you were getting into right. when you signed up for me as a roommate. These dogs are a surprise dog. This is like, not good. No so, one wants a surprise animal. Or a mother. My dog is in the no, in the apartment already. Three dogs violates our lease along with how I would be uncomfortable having her mom here for a month. No offer to pay rent, chip in and utilities, nada. When I told this to my roommate, she immediately said it was a deal breaker and she'd move be moving out. Here's my question. Am I the asshole? No. No. Since this chat, she's been avoiding me at all costs in the apartment, nagging me with comments about change, playing that passive aggressive no, I'm fine game, and all of a sudden going to all these events after I have said I cannot attend them. We have the same friend group. Sincerely, can we stop with the fucking passive aggression? I'm too old for this shit. This is the best case scenario that yeah. this girl left. Goodbye. The, oh my God, you would be miserable. She's also embarrassed. The other girl. Yeah. yeah the, the one that's bringing the two girls the and the mama. mom. The one that's got the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's play, there's more here than there is for you. Like, yeah. She obviously does. No one wants their mom to move in for a month. Like, like something's just, off with something's she, happened. She, this girl's going through. Shit. She's going through something. Thank I, God, you know, you're not going to be with her. Maybe in a few months when she figures out her things, she'll you realize. Connect. Yeah, and I think maybe if you really want to like figure this out with her, you go up to her with like kindness and you go, "Hey, I can't imagine having my mom have to move in with me for a month, but can you understand my side of things where this is all kind of a surprise for me?" Right and. There's been no offer of uh, no empathy towards my side of this plight. I know you're going through something, but I signed up for a roommate, not like a fucking shelter. <laughs> not like a TLC show. Right. <laughs> what is this? And I think when you go at them with three dogs, that's too much for the least. That's when you get into. Again, that's not being saying what you want. <clears throat> right. You go, I have a dog. Listen, when we moved in, you knew I had a dog. You knew the deal with me. Right. This is all a surprise to me. Can you understand why I'd be a little bit like wary of what's going on? You never came to me and said, here's what's going on in my life. I need the help. You never came to me vulnerably. You were just like, come on in. And it's like, then all of a sudden it's Noah's Ark and everyone's <laughs> running in and you're like, what the hell happened here? So I think that's the way you could go to her. I don't yeah. think you're an asshole. I think- No, definitely not an asshole. I think you need to stop like- We'll, we'll get to the friend group later. Fuck the friend group. I think this is the best case scenario for this girl. I totally agree. I just think she's worried about like, she gets into like the, uh, we're in the same group of friends. You'll get to the friends. Yeah. I, I The friends will agree with you, believe right. me. Right. The friends will be back. The friends, you'll figure it out. Um, I think it starts at, can we talk? Yeah. And then. Again, can we talk? Can we talk? You moved. Uh, yesterday, it was you and I and my dog. <laughs> Today it is you and I and your two dogs and your mom. If, is the mother if, sleeping in the bed with her? Right. Like where is she going to go? I, I I need you to work with me here. Yeah. If you won't work with me, I, good luck. I get why you got to move out. But I need to figure the, out what's going on here. 
you're not really taking into account my comfortability in this apartment. Right. Right? It's great. Yeah. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Tori Piskin, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. So much fun. Everyone go follow Tori at Tori Piskin on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the good stuff. And the special, uh, the only pretty girl at the special school. The prettiest girl. The pretty. The prettiest girl at the special school. It is on 800 Pound Gorilla, September 5th. Follow, follow, follow. Get involved. I'm Jared Freed. We'll be back next week. Boom.